So much drama in the LBC. It's kind of hard being Snoop D-O-double-G. But I somehow, someway keep coming up with funky-ass hits like every single day. What's up, what's up, what's up, L.A. fans? And especially the L.A. Laker fans. And welcome to the next episode of L.A. Courtside Podcast brought to you by the Basketball Podcast Network. And I am your host, L.A. Ray, to try and break down this debacle of a basketball game that we witnessed last night a 30-point thrashing from the Phoenix Suns to the LA Lakers I thought I'd put a little Snoop Dogg clip on there really quick to start off this episode Snoop Dogg is an avid Laker fans and even he had to jump on the Lakers last night and I'm gonna let you know what Snoop Dogg said on his Instagram last night after that ridiculous effort by the Lakers Snoop Dogg says and I quote never thought I'd say it but we're sorry and the Clippers are better than us Frank Vogel can't coach and why the F is Montrez Harrell ain't getting no run F this it's heartbreaking AD is hurt more than Mary J Blige we are soft unquote that's from the big time rapper Snoop Dogg on his comment on the Lakers last night. That was a ridiculous, ridiculous effort by the Lakers, and they should be embarrassed. Most uh, sportscasters, pundits, fans, news people, they all are saying the same thing. That was uh, uh, an embarrassing, embarrassing loss by the Lakers last night. It's not the fact that they lost a game. Phoenix, as everyone knows, is the number two seed in the West. And uh, as I've mentioned in previous episodes, I definitely underrated this particular team. They have some very good players on that team, other than Chris Paul and other than DeAndre Ayton and other than Devin Booker. They have some other good players on that team. But it's just the way the Lakers lost that game. And I'm going to break that game down uh, for you all, give you my thoughts on that particular game and where the Lakers go from here. But before I do that, Let's just have a quick word from our sponsor from the Basketball Podcast Network, our sponsor, DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook is not only my favorite sportsbook, but also America's top-rated sportsbook. I love using DraftKings Sportsbook. It is easy to navigate, has plenty of instructions for new bettors, and nearly limitless ways to get in on all the action. My friends and family have been loving DraftKings Sportsbook, and I know you will too. Listen to this great offer. DraftKings Sportsbook is putting you courtside with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in site credits. That's right. Pick any basketball team that is still in contention, bet $1, and if that team wins, you win $100 in site credits. Don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook also offers great odds and promotions on baseball, hockey, and so much more all week long. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code TBPN when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits. Bet on the basketball team of your choice to win their next game, and if they do, you will claim $100 in free credits. That's promo code TBPN for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older in New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania. New customers only. Wager paid out in site credits. Restrictions apply. 
See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Again, welcome to L.A. Courtside podcast where I talk on the Clippers and the Lakers. And right now, it looks like the Clippers are in a much better position to make it to the Western Conference Finals as the Lakers are. As you all know, from the beginning of the year, I pegged both of these two teams as being the best two teams in the Western Conference. And they would meet in the Western Conference Finals to see which L.A. team would be the representatives in the NBA Finals. Now, I still have to stand by that prediction, of course. I'm not going to go back on that. Uh, hopefully, the Lakers can still pull this out. They do have a chance. They have a puncher's chance. But if they play like they played last night, sorry, Laker fans, you can absolutely forget about it. I was on Twitter last night while this game was being played, as I always am, because I'm interested in reading the Twitter posts from Lakers and Clippers fans as the game is being played and you should have seen the negativity on Twitter uh, in terms of coming from the Laker fans. I mean, oh my goodness, they were ready to fire everybody and especially the coach, Frank Vogel. Now I must admit, I, I'm right now I'm sort of in the camp of Snoop Dogg. I don't know what the hell Frank Vogel's doing. I really don't, with, with, especially with Trez Harrell not getting any run at all. I mean, last night, that was totally disrespectful to bring him in that basketball game when you're down by 30 points, your team is struggling to score, and one of your better players, at least one of your, in my opinion, one of your top no, no less than eight players, is not getting any run against the Phoenix Suns. And again, I'm speaking of Trez Harrell. He played 12 minutes last night, all in garbage time. And what does he do? He's three for five from the field, scored nine points. He did a whole lot better than Dennis Schroeder, who played 26, minute and 26 minutes and was 0 for 9. An 0 for, a goose egg. This is the guy who turned down a four-year, $84 million contract extension that he was offered in mid-year from the Lakers, and he turned that down thinking that he would end up getting more money from either the Lakers or another team. Maybe he was thinking he's a super max player. Well, I got news for you, Dennis Schroeder. You, you, you bet on yourself and you lost because there's no team in the NBA with the performance that you've had in these playoffs that they're going to give you anywhere near that type of money. You're, you're definitely not going to get that $84 million. You know, you're going to get paid. Somebody's going to pay you, but it won't be that much money. He has played horribly in these playoffs. But let me get back to Trez Harrell. Now, the Lakers played the Phoenix Suns three times during the regular season. The Lakers won one, Phoenix won two. Harrell played in all three of those games. Harrell was somewhere like 16 out of 23 from the field in those three games and averaged 14 points against Phoenix. So that lets me know that he matches up well against the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns is not the Suns are not a very 
big team other than DeAndre Ayton. They're, they're not a very big team at all. So you bring in a guy like Harrell, Harrell can do some damage against a team like that. Harrell is a guy that can get his own shot off. So all of the Laker fans, Laker Nation, the Late Show, everyone is wondering, Snoop Dogg, everyone's wondering why Montrez Harrell is not getting any run against the Phoenix Suns. It's absolutely ridiculous, especially if the Lakers are having trouble scoring, which obviously they are right now having trouble scoring. They don't have Anthony Davis. They don't know when he's going to come back from his most recent injury, which now is the uh, the groin injury. So who knows how long he's going to be out. So you need all the scoring that you can get. And if Montrez Harrell can get you 12 to 14 points a game and bring the type of energy that he normally brings when he uh, gets into the lineup for the Lakers, that's a guy who should be inserted in that game. Not Wes Matthews, who played 22 minutes and was one of five from the field and scored five points. Uh, Caruso played 21 minutes. He was only two of eight from the field, one of four from three-piece land for five points. It seems like Caruso gets a lot of shots in the corner, and they're just clanking off of the rim. You know, if you're going to bring a guy in off the bench and give him some significant minutes, I would rather for it to be Taylor Horton Tucker. He played 16 minutes in this game and was four of nine, 11 points. He played pretty well. He's always very aggressive. So if you're going to bring somebody in the game, I would rather for it to be THT. But Montrez Harrell, there's absolutely no reason that Frank Vogel should be keeping this guy on the bench. It, it just makes absolutely no sense. And I'm sure deep down inside, Montrez Harrell is pretty pissed off that he's not getting in the game and, and, and trying to help this team win. The Lakers are not going to do anything to Phoenix until they get players in there that can make buckets. And without Anthony Davis, it's going to be very, very tough for them to win. You know, you, you look at the lineup. They, um, they put uh, Morris in there, Keith Morris in there to replace Anthony Davis. He only played 10 minutes, was only one or two from the field for only four points. He was not effective at all. Andre Drummond, 22 minutes, only two out of five from the field. He did have 13 rebounds. But again, Drummond's not going to give you much offensively at all. He'll get a couple of putbacks, putback dunks. But if you dump it down low to him inside, he's going to either try to dribble the ball in the paint. And, of course, when you're seven foot, 275 pounds, and you're, you're not, you know, you're not a guard or you're not even a forward, as soon as you put that ball on the floor, those pesky Phoenix Suns are going to be swiping at the ball and they're going to take it from you. Or, you know, he's not going to he's not going to give you any turnaround jumpers or anything like that. Drum is just not that type of player. So they don't run too many offensive plays for him anyway. So, you know, what do they do? Normally they're bringing a guy like Mark Gasol, who you who who you would think that Vogel would bring in to uh spell Andre Drummond and get some more minutes in this particular series against Phoenix, because again, Phoenix is not that big of a team, but Gasol only played 10 minutes. He only took one shot. That was a three point shot made that had a couple of free throws score five points. You know, why, why didn't Gasol get more minutes as opposed to Andre Drummond? Again, that goes back to the coach, Frank Vogel. I mean, there's, there's a lot of questions out there now regarding coach Vogel. Of course he did win the championship last year in the bubble with the Lakers. But now 
his his coaching style and his coaching rotation is being questioned by a lot of people. And after this season is over, if the Lakers if the Lakers get bumped in the first round here, there's going to be calls for this coach's head. I'm pretty sure, especially with Laker fans. I'm not sure how the Laker ownership feels about that, how Jeannie Buss feels about Coach Vogel. But as far as the fans go and the media, they're going to want this guy gone. And, you know, we'll see what happens with that if they do lose in the first round. Kyle Kuzma played pretty well, 23 minutes. He was 6 out of 13 from the field and scored 15 points. He was really their only other offensive option other than, of course, LeBron James who was 9 out of 19 from the field, 6 of 10 from three-piece land, and scored 24 points. He also had seven assists. Now, my issue with LeBron James has been the same issue I've had with him for years. Now, obviously, you know, he's the the top player in the game. You know, some people call him the GOAT. I wouldn't. I think Michael Jordan is the GOAT, but that's not a debate that I'm getting ready to get into right now. He is the self-proclaimed king. That's what he called himself. Nobody gave him that nickname. He gave himself that nickname. He is the king. Okay, then if that's the case, LeBron, you need to play like that. You need to play like that. You can't come out being passive. You know Phoenix is a team that's going to run up and down the court and they can score a lot of points on you. So what do you need to do? You need to come out and be aggressive. Take that ball to the basket. 19 shots is not enough for LeBron James. He needs to shoot the ball at least 30 times, especially if Anthony Davis is not in the lineup. LeBron James needs to take at least 30 shots. Now, whether you're you're making them or not, that that just remains to be seen. But again, you know, you're the alpha dog of this team. You're, you know, King James, LBJ, okay? You need to play like it. And right now, LeBron James is not. Now, of course, that ankle could be bothering him. It probably is. It's probably tender. You know, he doesn't have that lift that he normally has. You know, when LeBron James goes to the basket, when he's healthy, and he's on top of his game. You know, that lift that he has, nobody really blocks his shot or anything like that. He goes to the basket with reckless abandon. And right now, that's not happening. I see I see. he gets his shot blocked two, three times a game. And you normally don't see that from LeBron, LeBron James. And so it could be the knee. I'm sorry, the ankle. It could be the ankle that's bothering him. But even so, even so, you, you still can't come out passively. Not against this Phoenix Suns team. Maybe if they if the Lakers get past Phoenix and if they end up playing, say, the Utah Jazz, who play at a little slower pace, you may be able to get away with that, but not against the Phoenix Suns. You have to come out aggressive, and, and you have to be the king that you say you are. And just right now, that's not happening. So the Lakers find themselves down three games to two with the next game being in Los, Los Angeles at the Staples Center. And, again, I expect the Lakers to win that game with or without Anthony Davis. But if LeBron James doesn't pick his game up, the Lakers can forget it. It's all over. You all know you all know how I am, L.A. Ray, baby. If, if you're not playing well, I'm going to say you're not playing well. Love the Lakers. Love the Clippers. Just love, just love L.A., baby. Love it. Even though I'm from Detroit, love L.A. teams. However, if you're not playing well, I'm going to call you out. It's, it's as simple as that. Dennis Schroeder, and, and right now with him, I'm going to call him out for sure. Again, this guy turned down four years. I cannot believe he turned down four years, $84 million. I cannot believe that. And then you go uh, in a, a pivotal game five 
and put up a goose egg. 0 for 9. 0 for 4 from three-piece land. Four rebounds. He only had one assist. That's your point guard, Laker fans. Dennis Schroeder. And, boy, you should have seen the Twitter posts when that game was being played. Dennis Schroeder, they was ready to run him out of town. Laker fans do not want Dennis Schroeder back on this team next year. I mean, from I don't I haven't seen any positive Twitter post on Dennis Schroeder in these playoffs. Now, during the regular season, he's had his moments. He's you know he's been kind of up and down. He's had moments, especially earlier in the season. He was playing really well. You know, everybody was everybody was really really happy with the way he was playing. You know, he's a very aggressive player. He drives to the basket. He's not scared to do that. And but his jump shot uh, leaves much to be desired. Is coming up short. I don't know if he's has some sort of upper body uh, upper body injury or something like that. But his jump shot is just not on at all. And when he goes to the basket and he he shoots that one handed uh, type of layup where he he holds the ball up in the air, sort of thing, and he gets that shot blocked, or he finds himself too deep under the backboard and he misses those shots, not playing well at all. As a matter of fact, in game six, a lot of people are thinking, you know what, Schroeder's minutes should decrease a little bit, and you should put in Taylor Horton Tucker to get some more of those minutes. At least Taylor Horton Tucker will be a whole lot more aggressive, and right now, THT is shooting better than Dennis Schroeder from the outside, and you may get more production out of THT. Again, THT only played 16 minutes and had 11 rebounds in this game, along with 11 points. So maybe the answer is to give some of those minutes to, uh, to THC. As far as uh, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, KCP in the house. KCP had to leave the game again because of that lower uh, body injury. And he didn't score any points either in the 15 minutes that he played. And they really need his defensive uh, prowess out there with this dynamic Phoenix Suns team. So it's kind of seemed like the Lakers – you know, it seems like they're just – all their players are getting hurt is what it seems like, led by Anthony Davis. And if you watch the uh, NBA on TNT last night on the set with you have uh, Charles Barkley, Shaq, they actually had Draymond Green on there yesterday too. That was pretty inter- interesting with you know, because him and Shaq don't like each other. I'm sorry, him and Charles Barkley don't like each other. But um, uh, Barkley called Anthony Davis – he calls him Anthony Street Clothes Davis. He said, I call him that because he's always in street clothes. The guy is just, he, he can never stay healthy. I said this in my last episode. If DraftKings were to put a prop bet on how many times Anthony Davis would fall to the floor, I would put the over-under at 4.5 times that he would fall to the floor, and you bet the over on that, and you would win some money. DraftKings.com, if you're listening, put that prop bet out there the next time Anthony Davis plays, baby. 4.5 times that he's going to fall on the floor, bet the over on that and win some money. It's ridiculous how much this guy gets injured. But going back to um, Phoenix, and, and again, you know, I definitely underrated this team all year. Devin Booker just came out on fire. He was killing the Lakers last night. 13 out of 23, scored 30 points. I mean, this kid was driving to the basket. You know, he's shooting threes. He was two of six from three. Uh, you know, he shoots jump shots from from the two range. He has a complete game. Seven rebounds, five assists. He is a bona fide superstar, in my opinion. 
Devin Booker. He's the best player on that team. Chris Paul, of course, who has the uh, injured shoulder, played a pretty good floor game, played 23 minutes, was three out of nine from the field, scored nine points, had six assists, only a couple of turnovers, and provided that leadership on the court for this young Phoenix Suns team. And Jamison Crowder had a decent game, nine points. Uh, Mikael Bridges, 13 points, played well. DeAndre Ayton, they kind of held him in check this time because he was killing the Lakers in game four. Uh, in this game, game five, he only scored eight points. But, again, he's a, an up-and-coming uh, superstar-type player himself. Now, the player that was really, really killing the Lakers yesterday was Cameron Payne. Cameron Payne from Murray State, the same school that produced Ja Morant. Cameron Payne came out on fire. As my man on ESPN used to say, in fuego, 7 out of 11 from the field. 2 of 4 from 3 piece land. He scored 16 points. He was absolutely killing the Lakers. They had zero answer for him. None. Zero. Nada. Nothing. He's been killing the Lakers. He's made a name from him for himself in this series. I mean, how many people knew who Cameron Payne was before this series started? Not a whole lot of people unless you're a diehard Phoenix basketball fan. A lot of people didn't know who this guy was. And then your other Cameron, Cameron Johnson, he played a decent game himself, scoring 11 points. The Phoenix Suns, they just have a, a well-balanced team. But again, you know, they're not a very, very good oh, – not good, I'm sorry. They're not a very, very big team is what I want to say. They're not very big at all. They are very, very good. They're just not very big. So Vogel has to make those type of adjustments. And right now, he's not making them. He's not making them. He is letting the Lakers down and the Lakers fans down, the Lake Show, Laker Nation, letting them all down as a coach. And, again, at the end of this year, you know, we'll see what happens if they get bumped off in the first round, especially if they get bumped off in the first round and then the L.A. Clippers go on to make the Western Conference Finals. The Clippers, they play game uh, six tonight against – the Dallas Mavericks and once that game is over I will have my next episode tomorrow and then I will dissect the uh, the Clippers game tomorrow I'm sorry game five is tonight with the Clippers and the Dallas Mavericks as they are tied two games apiece and the Clippers have all the momentum in that particular series so again I'll be uh, dissecting that series uh, tomorrow but going back to the Lakers again, just 115 to 85 loss, 30 point loss, very, very embarrassing. In the second quarter, they only scored 10, 10 points, folks. 10 points. At one point between the first and second quarter, they went something like eight minutes without a basket. Eight minutes without scoring a basket at all. 10 points. That was putrid. Putrid. And as Snoop Dogg said again, I'm paraphrasing. They're just not very good right now. They're not very good. And you see he had to put he had to add in there that the Clippers are better than the Lakers right now. And you know, you know, Snoop Dogg just did not want to say that. It just killed him to even say that. So Lakers, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what, what happens when you go back to LA, baby. Anthony Davis, you know, are you gonna get out there and play? You know, LeBron James, are you gonna come out there aggressive? aggressive 
and 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 show people why you think you're the goat or you're the king, you're a self-proclaimed king. You know, Dennis Schroeder, are you gonna come out there and you know are you are you thinking about the contract that you turned down earlier in the year? That may be his issue right there. He's thinking about that contract that he turned down, and that's why he may not be playing well. So the Lakers need everyone on the same page in order to beat this team. If that does not happen, they will lose to Phoenix even in LA. And then Phoenix uh, will go on, and then the Lakers will be going home. And as Charles Barkley would say, they're going on a golf course or they're going to Turks and Caicos or to Tahiti or, or wherever they go when they get bounced out of the playoffs. So we shall see, but we shall see. So with that, Laker fans, I'm going to leave it right there. Again, I do still have confidence in this Lakers team. But even my confidence is waning a little bit. We'll see what happens in the next game in L.A. Uh, with that, fans, I'd like to thank you all for listening. I'd also like to thank the Basketball Podcast Network for putting on this particular podcast. And also, I'd like to thank our sponsor, DraftKings.com. Whenever you guys want to make a bet, go to DraftKings.com. Put in promo code TBPN to place your bets, whether it's on the basketball playoffs, the NHL hockey playoffs or baseball, UFC, DraftKings has it all. And if you want to subscribe to LA Courtside, to this podcast, you can go to any of the platforms where you get your podcast from, whether that be Google, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or iHeartRadio. Any of those platforms, you can find LA Courtside. So with that, again, Laker fans, keep the faith. Keep the faith. You know, hopefully the Lakers will win game six and then go back to Phoenix and then we'll see what happens. Anything can happen in game seven. So with that, fans, again, thank you for listening. Until the next episode of L.A. Courtside, peace.